And hello and welcome to another edition of Open for Business on Business Radio X, the monthly radio show presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I'm Mike Savin, and each month on Open for Business, we highlight and celebrate many of the top business leaders and community leaders that shape Gwinnett County. We've got a great show today. We've got, uh, if, if you're a business leader or a business owner, and you are if you're listening to the show, we've got four businesses here today that uh, would be of interest to you because they are all B2B. Uh, joining us on the show today from... Uh, Sales Accent, it's Malcolm Evans from Sterling Rose Consulting Corporation. Is it corporation or just corp? Just corp. Just corp. Okay, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. It's uh, Vlad Ruse. Am I saying that part right, Vlad? Yep. Okay. From Superscribe, it's Katie Grubbs. And from the Smith Willis Firm, we're joined by Siobhan Willis. Also from the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, Vince De Silva is with us today. Uh, Malcolm Evans is uh, the uh, CEO and uh, Director of Direction and Accelerated Growth for Sales Accent. Good morning, Malcolm. Good morning, Mike. Hey. Tell me all about your company, Sales Accent. What do you do? Well, people always ask where the, where the name Sales Accent come from. Well, I'm not originally from here. So uh, almost since I've been here in 2001, people have said, oh, I love your accent. And I've said, go to Wales. People will say the same thing to you. So like your realtor tells you, it's all about location. Um, from my, my bio that I sent in, you know, I, I've been in sales since, since I could walk. I grew up in a, in a pub, so ever since I was tall enough to reach a beer pump and serve a pint of beer and get some money, I've been dealing with customers. So over the years, um, I've, I've moved from things like engineering into sales, uh, went into marketing, projects, uh, traveled the world, different countries. Um, I don't like visiting. I like going and living. This is why I came here in 2001 and just didn't want to go home. I see so much opportunity here. The, the field is wide open. And the, the whole sales accent thing, it's, it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but uh, to the, the core of the, the business of what we do, and we're in, I, I work with, uh, with salespeople. I, I, I say I'm in the fun business. Now, if you've, if you've been in a business and the numbers don't look good, the fun goes out of it. Right. So I, I work to help salespeople realize their dreams, and that's by selling more. So I've got a philosophy, which I call the MAXAM group of ideas. Um, and this is an acronym for marketing and communication, and that equals sales and motivation. It's also an acronym for my father and my grandfather's name. So we're, we're bringing on a legacy, and uh, we've been in the beer business for hundreds of years, so you know, we've got to do this. Now, um, it's, it's all about fun. We were in the relationship business. Um, people buy from people. Companies deliver, but it's still fundamentally that relationship thing. So um, I'd say relationship acceleration is, is what's at the core of the business, understanding where your differentiators are, from a personality perspective, and then understanding then why the why the customer is buying, what motivates him, because you, you're not going to sell stuff in this day and age. Gone are the days where of a system of selling where you can corral somebody down a you know a position where you can ambush them and get and get one order and hopefully maybe a repeat one. It's got to be about why people buy. They'll make their own decisions. So um, I, I work with a, a couple of different people. Um, Jeffrey Gittimer, I'm a, a Gittimer certified advisor. So I, I bring Jeffrey's philosophies and ideas into, into the way that we do our training and uh, our consultancy and, the, and some of the tools that we provide are, um, are really reiterating some of his philosophies. And that's get to know people, you know, give value first, right. take your time. Worst thing that can happen is you make a new friend. 
Right. Exactly. Well, well, as you say, sales is all about relationships. And and, and we actually do that here at Business Radio X. We create warm relationships. How does your business, how does your company sales accent, how do you create those sales accents? Let's kind of dive more into that. Okay. Um, We're doing a a survey at the moment that... um, it, it's, we're finding it, it's not marketing that companies uh, fail at. And it's not that salespeople don't know how to make friends. It is they get busy and things fall through the cracks. And people give up. They don't go through to the seven and eight touches of building the relationship. Uh, because they're busy, when somebody says no, instead of understanding why they're saying no, it, it could be no, just not at this moment. I've got something else on my back. Um, so they give up and they move along. So there's an awful lot of business that could be realized very quickly if you filled the gaps. So we, we put some things in the, the relationship continuum to enable salespeople to take it from the 20-second collision when you meet somebody and turn that into a 20-year business-based relationship. And I, I, I suppose that whenever I meet anyone, um, it's a choice. Whichever way we want it to go, is up to us. We could choose never to see each other again. <laughs> we could choose to be the best of friends, or we could choose, if there's common ground, to do business together. But it's all up to us. And uh, hey, I, I met some great people over the years and visited the world, visited different places, and everybody's pretty much the same. They've got their, they've got their core values of what they want to want to do. It's it's family, it's security, it's it, it's building a good life. And you get to the corner of it, it's having a bit of fun along the way. And right. all, all cultures, all countries, you know, that's a common denominator. So, hey, I'm in the fun business. Absolutely. Well, talk about your background and how you got to where you are today, because you're in a very competitive field, obviously, sales training and, and helping companies make those sales. Uh, why did you just decide to start this company? So talk about your background and how you got to where you are today. Okay, well, well thanks. Um, I, I started off in engineering. Um, I was an electrician in a, in a steelworks, and I went from that into paper industry and then into chemicals. Then I really found my niche, which was breweries. So I traveled the world um, automating breweries. And along the way, well, you know, the personality part comes out. You know, it gets very <laughs> yeah. easy to be gregarious around a beer. Now, um, I ended up getting a little bit more serious as you know, as we, we move into different stages of our lives, children, families, and things like this. And I ended up in sales. Um, I worked with a couple of small companies and had an affinity for it. I liked the, the combination of my personality and my, ex- my technical experience allowed me to strike up a conversation and continue it and hold it, and, but then understand some of the things that the people were going through at the sharp end, why machines weren't performing and so on. And then on, I, I went into marketing, and then really the, the, what struck a light with me is my passion to enable other salespeople. You know, I'm getting on, you know, not so much I want to hand on a legacy, but hey, I've, I've seen some of these things before. I can maybe get you along this continuum a little bit quicker. Take a step back, slow down. It's not about the product. It's what about the product or service does to enable the, the customer, you know. And fundamentally, companies are in the money business. Right. It's putting money in and getting more money out the other end. That's that's the end game usually. <laughs> that's it. That makes it more fun. But salespeople sometimes you know, drink too much of the company Kool Aid, 
And <laughs> Malcolm Evans is joining us. He's with uh, Sales Accent. Do you have a, a, a vertical market that uh, you really are work with, or is it, or typically a size company that you work with, or is it everybody and anybody? It, I, I really enjoy helping individuals, and if I can help multiple individuals by dealing with teams. So I work with um, local companies. I work with uh, companies with a global footprint. And of recently, we're, we're going into more things like you know the direct selling market and so on, where there's a lot of people that go into sales that really don't have a, a background, and they can, they can quite quickly exit because they get dismayed. So just with a, a few little pieces of the puzzle falling into place, a little bit of help, a little bit of coaching, and a bit of encouragement, the the, uh, the lights come on and then the uh, the fuego starts. Is, is there a little nugget you could throw us right now, toss us right now, what a company could easily do to maybe uh, help their sales? Well, the first thing I'd say is that a salesperson, you deal in ideas. You, you, you have to take creativity and an understanding of, of, of what the, 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 the target customer is, is possibly trying to achieve. And I say that the sales mind is open and should never stop searching for ideas. So irrespective of what your product is, it's got to be the application. So it's got to be creativity and passion and, and understanding. And, and don't be needy. It'll come. You know, just wait. And it, the orders will shake out because people begin to trust you. And that's where you want to be, the trusted advisor. Absolutely, of course. That's where the unicorns and all the gold is. You know, <laughs> unicorns do exist. I believe in them. That's well. It's all about attitude, isn't it? Yes. Um, can I say hell yeah? So, um, yes, you, yeah. you you can hear. Yes. Okay, so. uh, and and you're in the south, so you definitely you can say that. Yeah, I'm I'm from the south as well. It's just a different one. A different yeah. south. So there you go. Um, you're a member of the Gwinnett Chamber. I am. And this, yeah. of course, is the uh, the monthly uh, program for the Gwinnett Chamber. Talk about your membership. Has that Have you seen that uh, help you with your, your business? It certainly helped my business from the perspective of um, not so much selling to people within the chamber. And I, I think people join the chamber thinking things like that. It's about the camaraderie, the common purpose, the, the networking opportunities. Now, in, in sales, everyone should be considered as your customer. And, yeah. Yeah, that's what I believe. Everyone is a potential customer. So you treat everyone the same. Or, or they're a future friend you haven't met yet. Yeah, that's it. And, and you can use that if you'd like. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm busy writing. Now, um, <laughs> the, the chamber has, has opened up a lot of doors and opportunities to network in the community and, and meet like-minded people. And um, some good things have come out of it. You know, I, I did a little little chat there in, in, in front of the... Uh, uh, the chamber the other week and got an opportunity to to spend sen- seven minutes and air who I am. And I think for the last 10 months, Vince, people, I, I've been reserved a little bit. Okay, um, I've got my boots on today. You know, I've got my creative flair going. When I stood up in front of that group, they thought, hey, who's this guy? And people came up, you know, afterwards and said, have you been here before? Because we've not seeing you this passionate about stuff. So I encourage people to get in, get known, and get active and, and be passionate and share. It's, uh, it's definitely worthwhile. And, and I understand you, and I'll let you do a little quick plug. You have an online radio show if people want to learn a lot more, because I wish we could talk more, but we've got, got a, only uh, some limited time today. Talk about where they can find your show. Um, well, it's, it's just finishing its 13-week um, stint. Um, it's on Voice america.com on the business channel but if you go under the the interweb and you search stand up stand out or stand down 
and just do Voice America at the end of it. It'll take you to it, and all of the shows can be downloaded from uh, um, from iTunes, from um, Stitcher, I think it, it's called. But over the last 13 weeks, it's re- it's been a blueprint for anyone maybe that's been downsized or has a plan B or wants to take it from uh, conception all the way through to you know, making it work. Okay, and a part of it, and we've mentioned about networking, BNI, chambers, we've mentioned you know, there's got to be an integral part of your of your plan. All right, Malcolm Evans, he is the sales accent guy. For those that want to find out more, uh, where can they find out more about your company? Um, www, and apparently only old people say that, uh, salesaccent.com, S-A-L-E-S-A-C-C-E-N-T.com. Check us out, comment, you know. Let us know what you're thinking. Malcolm, great stuff. Appreciate your time. Pleasure. Thanks, Mike. Malcolm Evans with a sales accent here on Open for Business. Our next guest on the show comes to us from Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. It is uh, the CEO, Vlad Ruse. Good morning, Vlad. Good morning. Tell me all about Sterling Rose. Talk about being involved in the chamber. You guys are involved in just about everything. I know you're very involved with the chamber. Uh, Tell us what Sterling Rose, what your company does. So Sterling Rose is a full consulting business. Uh, business consulting. So we specialize in business plans, marketing plans, operational plans, financial projections, uh, feasibility studies, market research. Um, We also, uh, along the line of helping small businesses and medium-sized businesses, uh, we've uh, added another speciality, which is uh, CRM customization and business process automation. Uh, That's something that I've had to deal with recently in one of my other businesses where we were just spending too much time doing paperwork. So uh, we came up with a good solution to get the process automated enough and get it done on the computer so that instead of having to hire another full-time person, we were able to use our current manpower to do the same job. Um, And we've been, we've been, uh, Sterling Rose has been around for about a year. We've only, I've, been doing business consulting for over seven years um, and when we moved down here to Georgia we decided to rebrand and open up as a new company and that's where Sterling Rose came from and uh, I know people ask where the name come from and it's my wife's favorite favorite flower uh, we were wedding planning at the time so I guess it was on on our minds uh-huh. um, but we've been very involved with the chamber and the chamber has, has been great to us um, where we got involved in activities and networking uh, we're also the patron sponsor of the business after hours. Uh, we were one of the bronze sponsor. We are one of the bronze sponsors for the amazing entrepreneur contest, which was uh, put on by the chamber in partnership with Net. And um, and that that'll be at the Impact Awards. They'll announce the winner, and that was you know, ten thousand dollar grand prize for a business plan contest. I think that is pretty high up there in terms of prizes. Uh, we've also just been nominated for the uh, Small Business Impact Award. Congratulations. Uh, thank you, and we're, we're very grateful for, for that as well. Well, let's get more into some of the uh, specifics uh, and I'll elaborate on some of the services. One of the big things is the business plan. I mean, uh, do you run into a lot of companies that, that don't have business plans? Is, is that common? That or- is very common. <laughs> Most companies, I don't think that's the first thing on their mind when they're opening a business. We work a lot with um, I guess people kind of can get grouped into different categories. And one of them being, you do have that group that wants a business plan because they're new to business and they need the handholding and they need to understand what kind of the pitfalls are and what they need to 
accomplish in order to be successful. Um, but then a lot of our customers also fall into other categories. Uh, new business wants to get a you know, 4,000 square foot retail space that's going to cost them $7,000 a month. And the, the real estate agent or the, the broker doesn't want to take the risk because they're a new business. So they ask for a business plan to prove that they have a valid idea that they can actually stay in that space for the duration of their three-year term that they're not going to go bankrupt in six months. Uh, so that's one of the, the ways we help businesses. Investment as well, loans. A lot of banks ask for business plans if you don't have the history that you need to have or, or if you're starting a brand new part of your business that's not based on what you're currently doing, they'll ask for a business plan. So we work with both doing, doing the consulting and helping businesses succeed as well as being their supplier or the provider for high quality professionally created business plans. I'll ask the same question I asked Malcolm earlier. Is there a vertical market? Is there a specific industry that you find you're working with more than others or, or size companies that you find work, you're working with more than others? Well, just by virtue that the number of small businesses are far more than yeah. the number of large businesses. Uh, obviously that makes it, you know, the small businesses are much larger a part of our, our client base. And a lot of those are new businesses or businesses trying to get a loan after they've been in business for a couple of years or they're, they've been in business for six months and they decide that they it's not working out for them, that they need to have a professional come in and, and help them with getting back on track and getting to uh, the revenue figures that they need, getting to the net income and profit figures that they need. Vlad Roos is our guest. He's with uh, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. And I know, Vlad, you do a lot of traveling. You have clients, even though you're based here in Gwinnett, you can work with clients anywhere, can't you? Yep. We have clients all over the world. Probably about 25% of our income comes from outside the United States. And uh, that has to do a lot with um, uh, other countries, I guess, do a little bit of a better job than the United States of promoting business from a government standpoint and a grant standpoint. Uh, so we, we have clients in Kuwait, for example, because Kuwait just uh, are, is starting a new initiative and they're investing $5 billion uh, Kuwaiti dinar into the local businesses via a half a million dollar loan to businesses that they can pay back in 10 years with a 2.5% interest that they don't have to start paying back until the second year. So to get that grant or that loan, they need a business plan. Uh, and there's other programs all around the world like that. And so we work with a global client base. Mm -hmm. You've already announced some exciting stuff. You're uh, up for the Impact Award, but I understand you've got some other stuff coming up, including uh, <coughs> relaunching of a brand new website. Talk about that. Yep, it's it's about time that we did our first website when we first started, and uh, we, were, we were hoping to get it relaunched sooner. <laughs> uh, but you know, you got to have something out there. So something's better than nothing. But, uh, after a while you got to get your website up to par to where your business is so that your website is reflective of yourself and your business. And that's what we're, we're doing. And we'll have a new website launched April 1st. And, um, actually in May, we'll have a radio show that we're starting with yours truly. Yeah. Right here on business radio X. Looking um, forward to that. Yeah, so we'll have a monthly radio show that we'll be putting on and talking about business topics and uh, kind of the, the, 
the repeat questions that I get a lot from small business owners and even mid-sized companies about doing business and the different aspects of a business plan and marketing plans. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Vlad Ruse, of course, uh, with Sterling Rose and the king of all media now. Um, I know you want me to ask you about uh, how people can download a free white paper on business entrepreneurship. W- what is that all about? Well, uh, we're with our new launch of the website and the radio show. We're going to be putting together a lot of content as well as the, the voice content as well as written content. So that will be all available through our website, which will be sterlingroseconsultingcorp.com. Uh, so once we get the new website relaunched, there'll be a lot of articles and in- information that people can have access and download right from our website. That's great stuff. Uh, you, you talked about it at the beginning of, of the interview, Vlad, and, and the, your involvement with the Gwinnett Chamber. You, you are so involved. Uh, I guess it goes without saying that that in, in the one year that you've had Sterling Rose, you've been very successful. I'm thinking the chamber has a lot to do with that. The chamber has been very, very helpful in building local relationships and meeting a lot of influential business people and, uh, and just people in general in Gwinnett County. And uh, we've been very grateful for that because we, we've, we, when we moved here, we didn't know anybody and we own our own businesses. So you don't really have a coworkers you can meet and hang out with or uh, get introduced to. So the, I guess the chambers kind of become our, you know, our extended coworkers and family in a way. And uh, when, when my wife got sick, we had, we had a lot of people stop by and, and show their support and uh, were there at the hospital she, the day she went into surgery. So we were very, very grateful. And, and for better or worse, that's how you and I and I met you and, and Jen through the chamber. So mm-hmm. you can either blame the chamber or, or thank the chamber for that. I'm not sure yet which. But um, for those that want to find out more about Sterling Rose, maybe they, they, they need some help with a business plan or, gosh forbid, don't even have a business plan or any of the other services that you've talked about. Where can they find out all this information? One way to get in contact with me would be through the website. And that's Sterling Rose Consulting Corps. Sterling Rose like the flower. Mm-hmm. Um, another way they can call me directly. My cell phone number is four seven zero two three eight nine zero nine seven. Um, so it's I'm open and uh, always listening and helping businesses. And we always do a free hour of consultation. So the first hour we talk to anybody we don't charge for, and uh, typically we work on a contract basis. So we don't uh, charge per hour of consulting, which I know a lot of consulting companies do that but that's really for small businesses it's it's not something they can do because they can't have that question mark of how much am i going to get charged at the end of the day when they're every single penny that they make that's coming in is already accounted for and they know where it's got to go yeah well it's very smart and it's working working for you congratulations on all your success and continued success and we're excited to have you uh, join the business radio x family as well thank you and thank you for having me on again all right, Vlad, always great to see you. Vlad Ruse with uh, Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., his beautiful bride, by the way. Uh, Jen is also here in the studio working for me today, taking pictures. So we appreciate that, uh, Jen. Uh, next up on uh, Open for Business, Katie Grubbs with Superscribe. Good morning, Katie. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Of course, i got to, I got to ask you the basic question. What, what is a scribe? What's scribe mean? What is that? So we work with area physicians, primarily in the emergency departments, but we are expanding out to the office settings. And we provide personal assistance 
to the physicians, and their primary responsibility is to complete the electronic medical records for the physicians. So they end up being almost a transcriptionist on wheels. They go in and out of every single room with a computer on wheels and do all the documentation as the physician is talking to the patient. So you're physically in the room Absolutely. with a keyboard, laptop, mm-hmm. or something, and you're taking notes. Yes. You're, you're typing everything that's being said. Yep, that's exactly it. And so what it does for the physician is uh, when everything moved to this electronic age, the doctors had one of two choices. They could go from room to computer to document to another room to computer to document, or they could go room to room to room to room and spend four hours after their shift completing their electronic charts. So this allows them to have their documentation done in real time as they're seeing the patients. They can see more patients per shift and they can go home closer to on time. <laughs> well, th- that makes a lot of sense, obviously. It, 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 is this a service that's available or used outside the medical field? Not that not that I'm so aware you really of have more of a niche market yes. it is the medical yes, field this is the medical field okay superscribe uh, you are the president I am so you started the company I did how did you get to where you are today <laughs> I actually started as a chorus and general music teacher of middle school <laughs> sixth, will, seventh and eighth grade will you sing for us right now <laughs> maybe next time okay <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I, I did that up in Maryland and when I moved back to Georgia, I grew up here. I thought, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about this. So decided I was going to go into sales and worked for a staffing agency for a couple of years. And during the course of that time, my father, who is an emergency department physician, let me know about this concept. Oh, it's in the family. It's in the family. Yeah. And so I did some research and kept studying up on it and learning more about it and kind of the economy tanked and staffing in this area wasn't such a great field to be in. And so I, I went to him and I said, okay, I want to I want to do this. Will you be my first client? And he said, sure. So I showed up one day to his department with a $50 computer cart from Office Depot, not the sturdiest thing ever, and a computer and um, just kind of went for it. And now five years later, we've got 74 scribes. Wow. Um, will be upwards of 80 sometime in May and work with 68 physicians, I believe it is. And um, we're growing and I love it. It's great. They all work for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. I do. I'm very impressed. I do. Now, now, what you've explained as far as taking the notes on the, you, you call that electronic charting. Mm-hmm. Are there other services that scribes do besides electronic charting? They do. They end up serving as personal assistants. So in our emergency departments, the scribes will track lab and radiology studies so that they can alert the physician. Everything's back on a patient. In other words, we can move the patients through a little bit faster, get patients from the waiting room back to be seen. Um, And then whatever else clerical they can do to help. So anything from grabbing a blanket or ice water for a patient to pulling up x-rays. I mean, the sky's the limit. As long as it's clerical and as long as it's on hospital grounds, they can do it. That's great. Talk about the candidates that that apply to be a scrub, because I would think they they have to be pay attention and and be very (laughs) detail oriented. They do. And the majority, I would say 80% or so, are current students in the healthcare settings. So pre-med, pre-PA, nursing, um, ENTs, anything in the medical 
field of interest is what I'm trying to draw in because those are the people who come in and they're excited and they want to learn and they want to see everything they possibly can. And so it makes it fun. It's a fun job for them. It also makes it fun for the physicians because the physicians get to teach them, you know, look at this x-ray, look, see all this air that's floating around in there. And, and, and they love it. They, they just take it and run. So um, the majority of them are students. I do have some um, candidates who aren't current students, but they think they want to go into the medical field. So this is a way that they can get in and see, is this the right spot for me? Because let's face it, the medical field is not the right spot for everybody. Right. Um, so this is an opportunity for them to, to come in and, and check it out and see it and decide from there what they want to do. Most of my employees are only with me for 12 to 18 months because they are students and they are moving on to the next mm -hmm. realm in their life. And so um, it's a very high turnover for us. Katie uh, Grubbs is with us. She's with Superscribe. She's the president of the company. Uh, I assume this is a very competitive field. If, if that is the case, what separates you from your competitors? So the, the big thing that separates me is that you're working with me. You're working with the, the owner of the company. I'm involved in every new business venture that we go into. At this point, I'm going to make sure you are being taken care of and that this is getting setting up set up the right way. Um, our, my national competitors are, are great and they've been around years longer than I have, but they are sending someone to you to do this. Um, you know, the president of the company doesn't have his or her fingers in it. So right. um, this, I, I take a lot of pride in what I do and in how far we've come in just about five years. And so I, I want this to be done right. I want my clients to be happy. If you are unhappy, we're not doing something right and we need to come in and fix it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take a lot of time to make sure this is getting done correctly and you are you are a happy doctor. And this is important stuff. I don't want to, you know, you know, make it bigger than it is. But I mean, it could be life or death stuff. I mean, you're talking details when you're talking to patients. You need to know exactly what that conversation is all about, and what's going on. Sure. And it's really important that we're training our scribes to get all the appropriate information into the chart. Because you're right, it, it this is life or death stuff, and this is how physicians bill and hospitals get paid. And if we don't put the right information in there, then they're losing money. So it's really important that that all the correct stuff gets into that chart. But what's neat about this is by having the scribe doing it as the physician is talking to the patient, the charts end up having more information in there because it's all done in real time. Nobody's having to remember it. It's being done right as we're talking to the patient. So we end up with, with better charts when a scribe is used um, most of the time. Because some will, will just, it'll just be a re recording and, yes. and they'll go back Dictation. and scribe it, yes. scribe it later. Yes. Um, you talked about your growth in, in the last five years. Five years from now, where do you want to be? You know, I'm asked that a lot, <laughs> and I don't, I don't have a great answer for that. To be totally honest, um, I want to keep growing. My, my big thing again is making sure that that both my clients and my employees are being treated correctly and are happy. So, do I, do I want to be a national company? I'm not sure. If I can continue to do that and make sure everybody is being treated well and getting the best service possible, then yes, absolutely, I want to to be national. If that's going to have to go by the wayside, then maybe I'll be a regional scribe company and, and stick more to the southern states. So um, I know I want to grow and I know I want to make this bigger and continue doing what I'm doing. I just, at this point, I don't know exactly how far I want to grow. 
Gotcha. I like the electronic charting. I also like the personal assistant thing. Mm -hmm. If I need someone to kind of just, you know, scribe for me, you know, I, I need Happy to take to notes when, when, I, when I go on meetings because I don't remember half the things I say. <laughs> so that probably be very useful. There may be a whole market there for you, there, Katie. Right. I could expand out of medicine. That might be the next step. There, there you go. Uh, talk about your membership with the chamber. How has that helped you out? So I'm actually a relatively new member of the chamber, only a couple of months. Um, but it's been great so far. It's a really great networking opportunity. You're here because of the chamber. Yes, I'm here because of the chamber. You know, as the owner of the business for the first couple of years, all I did was the business and I didn't have a whole lot of time to get out and meet people and and market from that perspective. So this has really allowed me to do that. And they've put on some great classes that that I've taken and at every single one, I walk away with some new idea, something to try either with my teams or with my clients or with my email marketing campaign or, or whatever it is I'm doing. I get a ton of ideas from them and I think it's great. For those uh, doctors or folks in the medical profession out there that are listening to the show, want to know more, or people like me that are just very forgetful <laughs> and could use your services, where can they find out all about Superscribe? So visit my website at superscribellc.com. And you can get all of our contact information, learn a little bit more about us, about our services. Um, if you're an interested scribe, you can apply directly through the, the website. And it's I look forward to, to everyone checking it out and, and some commentary on it. Great. Katie, great to meet you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Katie Grubbs with a Superscribe here on Open for Business. Now joining us on the show from the company, the Smith Willis Firm, it's Siobhan Willis. Good morning, Siobhan. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. The Smith Willis Firm. That could be anything. It could be. So, but so go ahead name. and tell us what that is. <laughs> it could be, but usually people know because it's such a boring name. It's a law firm. <laughs> um, we actually specialize in working with businesses. Um, you couldn't come up with Sterling Rose or your favorite, <laughs> favorite flower or no, something? No. How will they know what we do? Okay. You know, the more boring, the more it looks like so a law So because firm. it's boring, we know it's a law firm. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's usually how it But works. you're not a boring person. I'm not. I'm not. So, you know, I have to, you know, once people get to know me, then they say, wow, why did you do such a boring name? But, you know, I okay. have to let people know uh, what I do. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, 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 it's fine. Um, I work with uh, small to mid-sized, even large corporations. I focus on business law. Um, and so that could be anything that affects a business. Um, I do a lot of business formations. I work with a lot of startup companies, so I help them with business formation. Um, and I also um, will draft anything from operating agreements to um, employment agreements, uh, do partnership agreements, non-compete clauses. So pretty much any contract you can think of, I do. Um, the boring and, paperwork. Uh, a lot of that. A lot of that. I, I think it's exciting. So that's, that's Well, <laughs> I don't mean for you, but no, I, no. I mean for the owner. No, I mean, for the owner. No, it's, it's very, worth yeah. it just to have someone to take care of exactly. that. Exactly. That's why I do what I do. Most people think it's boring, but I think it's exciting. You know, even in my personal life, I read every contract that I sign, even the ones that are 10 pages. So, um, so yeah, and buying a, a new appliance, I'll read those contracts as well. So <laughs> I'm in the right business for my personality. Um, so, yeah, I work with uh, businesses on all types of contracts, drafting, reviewing, um, negotiating contracts. And then I also do a lot of employment law. So I'll advise uh, businesses on employment issues. Um, let's say it's a, it's a small business. They're looking to grow. There are lots of things they need to consider as they're bringing on employees. So I'll help them with that. Um, I, I'll do on-site uh, reviews to make sure that they're in compliance with state and federal regulations. And then I also help them uh, prepare uh, policies and procedures. I'll help them establish those. And then I also draft employee handbooks. Mm -hmm. And then um, we also specialize in insurance coverage. Um, that's really our specialty. Um, not a lot of business uh, law firms do that. 
And uh, with that, it's um, working with uh, companies from beginning of the process to the end. Anything, you know, any legal thing related to insurance. We do not sell insurance, but anything that's legal, um, we'll help them with. That's anything from um, making sure they, they describe their business properly when they're applying for insurance so that they have maximum amount of coverage. Um, and then and then also not being too broad that they can't get insurance. It's, you know, that wouldn't pass underwriting. Um, so we'll work with them in that. Um, we'll also work with them with uh, Sydney Claims, the insurance company, negotiating on our client's behalf with the insurance companies. Is there anything you don't do? <laughs> let, let me there, there, I know my, my lane, so I stick with it. If it's business related, I, I do it. But if it's outside of that, no. <laughs> if so, if a business gets in trouble and it goes to court cases, do you do, you do court cases? Or it's more all this stuff up more upfront, paperwork, advisement, counseling, all that? Mostly upfront um, okay. paperwork, advisement, a lot of transactional work is what you know um, we refer to it as. So it's a lot of the, the upfront paperwork. But when it comes to insurance, we do do that. Uh, that's a different type of litigation. And so, you know, I will handle that if we have, have to take the insurance company to court uh, to make sure that my clients get the, the coverage they're entitled to. I will do that. What's your involvement, Siobhan, with the with the firm? I am the managing attorney. Um, and um, it's uh, we've been in business for a little over a year. I've actually been practicing for over 10 years. Uh, my experience has been... Um, did you start when you were 18? <laughs> yes, that's what we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> um, but brownie, I, brownie points for the host. Right, exactly. I like that. I'll take it. Anytime I can get a compliment, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but we, uh, but I actually started with a law firm and uh, started there as a law clerk and then worked my way up from there to an associate to of counsel. And so with my of counsel position, I would um, use my expertise to kind of... Um, um, I specialize in like projects. So, you know, if it was something that they need a little bit more expertise in, they would um, bring me in to kind of help with a uh, project they had. And then I actually worked for an insurance company for a while. A lot of my experience has been with the insurance side of things. So I worked on behalf of insurance companies when I was at the law firm and then worked for an insurance company for a while. And there I managed, um, and even actually at the law firm, I would manage and evaluate multi-million dollar litigation um, on a variety of matters. A lot of times with directors and officers of corporations and employment matters, um, a lot of things like that. So I did that for uh, a little while and then you know I wanted to take that knowledge and help the policyholders. So that's, that's kind of ended up here. Siobhan Willis is uh, our guest with the, the the boring name, the Smith Willis <laughs> Firm. You, you talk about helping companies with insurance. Give us an example of, of how you help companies with their insurance. Well, um, let's say if they're, um, you know, a lot of times it starts with the application and you have to make sure that you're describing your business correctly because if you're not, then you're opening yourselves up to liability. So I will make sure that that it's um, that the business is described correctly, that, you know, I'll, I'll do a risk assessment, make sure that there's no exposure, that they're not um, trying to send over to the, I do a lot of risk transfer through insurance. So I'll see, you know, look at the company and, and you know, really get to know my clients to know, um, you know, to make sure that they have proper coverage for their entire business. Um, a lot of people think, you know, they get one insurance policy and that covers them for everything. And I always tell my clients, insurance, one, is not there to cover absolutely everything that happens, but there are ways to manage your risk. So I'll come in at that, with that. And then if a claim is filed, um, then, I, you know, I'll, I'd like to be, um, to be helpful at the beginning of the process because it makes it a lot easier. There are certain ways to describe what, how, it, you know, what it happened, you know, what the incident was. Um, to make sure that you you get coverage, so I like to be involved with that process, and then I'm always involved with the negotiation, and then, like I said, litigation if necessary. Um, you know, you know. So practical example would be on the claim side. You know, accident could occur on someone's premises. You know, through no fault of their own, and 
And so now, you know, they, you know, let's say it's a manufacturing company and now their business has been shut down for a matter of two weeks and they're not able to get their product out and they need to get coverage from the insurance company. I would have hoped um, that I would have been involved in the beginning to make sure they have the right insurance to cover them for business interruptions and to cover them for the property damage. And then, um, you know, at that point, I would uh, work with the insurance company to pay those type of claims or also do liability claims. So a business is being sued, you know, it could be from a, a client, a competitor. It could be that, you know, someone saying that they misappropriated their copyright. Um, and so now they, you know, those kinds of things should be sent to the insurance company typically to cover. And they will step in and, and defend, defend those actions. And then if a payout is needed, they'll pay those. So I'll help with that process. I got you. We, we just met and I already love you. And here, here's why I love you and people like well, you, because you. you do that kind of work that I would be pulling my hair out <laughs> and right. you're an expert. And to be able to to, 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 to have a firm like yours that, that does that work is, is invaluable. Well, you. Do you work on a retainer or is it a, a case by case? How does it, how do your most of your clients work? I, I'm flexible because I work with a lot of startup businesses. I know that they have tight budgets, so it could be an hourly fee. It could be a flat fee. You know, you just need a contract done and, you know, I'll review or draft a contract for a flat fee and then also have uh, clients that keep me on as a retainer. So I work as their outside general counsel. You know, they, you know, pay me a certain amount of money and it's, it's a flat rate and with that, they'll get them a few hours of my time so they can call me at any time and say, you know, I have this issue, you know, what should I do? And, you know, and I'll kind of be at their beck and call for that. And then they can also use utilize that if they have a contract they need or, or anything else. So they can kind of use it how they how they will. Every single person that listens to Business Radio X could use you yes. and your firm. Yes. Talk about your membership with the Gwinnett Chamber. How has that helped your business? It has been fantastic. Um, you know, I um, am new to the area, relatively new to the area. And so, and with a business, you do need to be, have other business professionals that you can reach out to. And the chamber has been phenomenal with that. Um, they put on some great events. I've always um, enjoyed the events I've gone to. I've met some great people. I'm actually now part of a group called The Family, and I work with people who are coming into the chamber and helping them kind of kind of navigate through all of the events that the chamber puts on and, and help them kind of um, really take advantage of their chamber membership and uh, like I've been able to do. Um, but it's been a great resource for me, and um, I've met some really fantastic people, great networking opportunities, and gotten some business from it. So Absolutely. Great. That's great. That's great. For those that want to find out more about the Smith-Willis firm and look into maybe uh, using your services, where can they find that information? They can go to my website. It's uh, the Smith Willis Firm, all spelled out, dot com, or they can reach me directly at 770-239-1744. And one other thing I wanted to mention, um, I didn't say it earlier, uh, but I actually have been um, also nominated for the uh, Small Business Impact Award. So um, I do work with a lot of a uh, lot of businesses. Congratulations! Here. Thank you, thank you. It's 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 good. You know, Sterling Rose and I, we actually uh, are we are clients of each other. <laughs> so so it's it's good healthy competition. So so it's good. But I, I just say that to say that I do work with a lot of uh, small businesses here, and you know I do what I can. I'm really invested in my clients and making sure that their business grows, and I'll do whatever I can for that. So I. Um, I appreciate the nomination. I think it's just recognition of, of what I try to do for my clients. And I don't have to worry about you and Vlad getting into a fist oh, fight no, after the show. No, 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 none of that. None of that. All right. <laughs> uh, we, we appreciate it very much. Great to meet you. And thanks so much for joining us on the program. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, finally, uh, Vince De Silva, of course, from the uh, the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Uh, four great members here today. Vince, we appreciate you coming by. Uh, your thoughts as you've listened to these uh, four members talk about their memberships. Mike, thanks so much. Uh, first off, some very diverse businesses, uh, yeah. some different businesses, too. Uh, I actually learned a lot, took a lot of notes today on, on all four of the businesses. 
Um, actually, uh, Malcolm, I, I have to tell you, uh, you started off great there with the uh, with the beer taps. Uh, you certainly uh, near and dear to to my heart uh, there. So uh, you started it off real real nice, and I thought uh, Siobhan, you did a great job wrapping up and talking about the chamber and the family and um, what what membership really does at the chamber and. Uh, you know, we're thrilled and tickled to see what you guys are accomplishing at the chamber uh, through some of the events that you're attending and through some of the relationships that you're building uh, at the chamber. That's really what the chamber is all about, is the opportunity to meet people, to create relationships, and then to cultivate relationships with the possibility of taking those relationships to uh, potential clients. So uh, I think that's starting to work in this room for all of you. I've seen all of you at, at events uh, throughout the chamber. So uh, that being said. You've got some exciting news. Something's happening with the chamber you want to pass on. I do. I do, Mike. And I, I wanted to share with you, I actually hold right here in front of me is the uh, strategic plan for the uh, Young Professionals, Gwinnett Young Professionals Program. And some of you might remember in the past that we had a Young Professionals Program uh, up to a couple of years ago. It was called HYPE. And what we've decided to do is uh, shut that down a couple of years ago to really refocus on looking at what we wanted to get out of uh, you know, the Young Professionals Program. So we have put together a program now that we really feel is going to be indicative of something that we can sustain over a long period of time. So obviously uh, there's a couple of us that, uh, including you and I, Mike, that may not uh, qualify for the Young Professionals anymore. Um, but the program is really a four-prong approach, right? From uh, community involvement, young professionals, pro uh, professional development, uh, you have the social networking uh, interaction, uh, and then the real big one is the uh, Gwinnett Young Professional uh, Leadership Institute that we're building from scratch. So we're looking at partners all across the country right now as we're be uh, building out this leadership uh, institute uh, to help us uh, build our syllabus, if you will, uh, for um for what the curriculum should look like as we move forward. And it'll be an opportunity for young professionals to go to one place and you know potentially six to nine month uh, rotation uh, for them to, to get the experience needed to move up uh, within uh, their respective organization. Not only am I not young, I'm rarely professional. So you, you kind of you kind of hit it on the head right there. Is there anything else going on to coming up with the chamber? I know you guys got your 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 hands in a lot of cookie jars. We are so busy, um, and, and I just want to make one mention. They mentioned the Impact Awards, and and really the imp I want to explain that a little bit because we still do have a Pinnacle Small Business Awards, and this was typically the time of the year that we did the Pinnacle Small Business Awards. Well, we've created the Impact Business Awards because it was going to be more reflective of our entire membership community. So you heard of just one award category, which was the Small Business Award, but there's about eight or nine other categories, the builder, education, entrepreneur, healthcare, hospitality, IT, international, nonprofit, and service. So there's so many different categories now that you could actually uh, be nominated for in the Impact Awards. And of course, Pinnacle, uh, we will continue with the tradition of Pinnacle and making it strictly for small business. And that will actually take place in November at the Small Business Summit. Great. Well, thanks for sharing all that. And Vince, as always, thanks for coming by for the show. Welcome. All right. Vince Silva with the uh, Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. want to thank all our guests today. Uh, Malcolm Evans with Sales Accent, Vlad Ruse with Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., Katie Grubbs with Superscribe, and Siobhan Willis with the Smith Willis Firm. We learned a lot today. And as, as Malcolm said, we all made friends today as, as well. Well, thank you, Mike. Um, I'm, I have the passion in the room here, really, and I can, I can see that it, it, in any company, it starts from the top, and that's where culture is formed. Good leaders you know, build great companies. 
Now, um, in sales, um, I, it's okay if I give something away to whoever's listening. Okay. Okay. Now, um, what I'm going to share is on my, my radio show uh, next week, I've got one of the authors of a, of a red hot book. It's called How the World Sees You. And this is a very simple um, online analysis, and it helps you really understand what you're communicating. Now, to, get, to take advantage of this, and it's like a $40 value, but I've got a code that I want, want people to, to use. I've negotiated this with the, with the authors. So whoever's listening, if you text the number 313131, and then the message is the word accent, A-C-C-E-N-T, and just follow the steps, this will open your eyes. And really, this is, this is a quick start to if you're getting into sales or you want to go for a new job or you want to communicate and all I ask is just hey, drop me an email tell me what archetype you are so people know what they're dealing with and this this will it'll change how you you look at yourself it's given me a license to be behave the way I am all right okay. thank, thank you so much Malcolm appreciate that one thank again all our guests for joining us a reminder that Open for Business is presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. It comes to you every month here on Business Radio X. You can listen to Open for Business anytime by visiting gwinnettbusinessradio.businessradiox.com. This program is also available on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Mike Salmon, and on behalf of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, where they are always open for business. Mm-hmm.